0: Welcome to the Candid Conversation Show. I'm your host, Marilyn Fontaine, artist and creative coach for women who want success and income with ease. Hi, this is Marilyn, and welcome to the Candid Conversation Show. Um, It's 2023, um, and this is going to be a short one. It's just going to be a welcome back to. Um, the podcast after our break in December. Um, And this is going to be um, a show on what I learned in 2023. So I want to make sure that I cover everything and not get distracted. Um, So, yeah, so 2023, I wrote this in my newsletter that... um, I found 2023 to be a really solitary um, year for me. So, I it was kind of paradoxical because it was a uh, uh, year where I did a lot of things. I hit a lot of my bucket list. Um, that that was like I went away um, quite a bit. I had a, quite a few breaks. Um, one was the beginning of the year was a self-love retreat. Um That was so good. That was um Karen's retreat. I'll put a, a link in the show notes. Um And then I had a lot of breaks just doing what I was doing for myself, which was nice. A lot of walks, a lot of resting. And then I went to Snowdonia in August and that hit the bucket list of climbing a mountain. And... Another one was um, playing pretty masks for carnivals, wearing costume with feathers and glitter. And that was really special for me, especially at the age of 55, to be able to do that. Um, So that was really just something I should have done years, not should, I wanted to do years ago. And I didn't get to do it. And I just, wasn't time, I just wanted to wear my own clothes, and I went for a point of, oh, I don't want to show all my body, and this, that, and the other. It was modest, the costume, but, you know, I'm not bothered about body image, really. Well, tell a lie, last year I was a bit, but that was more about me being outside of my body, rather than being in my body. And so... I hit quite a few bucket list, um, things that I did, um, I also was able to renovate my kitchen, um, to finally have the kitchen that I wanted, um, and I just feel like the fact that I could afford to do that and pay that cash was so important for me. I wanted to go Dominica, um, which I'll come to afterwards, but... Let's stick with the things that I really achieved. So I managed to get my kitchen renovated. It was beautiful. Um, finished off certain things in my home. I got my studio, um, which I hadn't had a studio since 2000, and I don't know, 2017, 18, last studio. I mean, I had a studio in my home, but one outside my home, really important. Um, also reconnecting with my peers, like some other artists that's been really good in London and some artists from the US that came over and exhibited and also connecting with my friend from Atlanta, Earth Candy Arts, Jamila Crawford-Peku and her husband who's an amazing, 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 amazing artist. So that was really good. Um, taking my family out to dinner for their birthdays, so being able to do that—that like all my sisters—I'm still waiting for my brother to to set the date for him. But taking all my sisters out for their birthdays to restaurants—that was such a an achievement. Um, what else did I do? That was an achievement. Not taking on, not you know, not taking on emotional stuff of others. Like really having boundaries. I thought that was I was really good with that. My um, do my what was it called? What's your, my retreat day? That was a win. Like bringing everybody together after lockdown and getting somebody to do yoga, getting somebody to do food taking amazing pictures in a beautiful space in East London and all these black queens just posing in this beautiful space, such a restorative, wonderful space Um, and some of the women just coming to rest, just resting, that was really such a win. God, I've got so much wins, and I'm thinking I didn't achieve all these things. Um, also, um, when my head, you know, roller skating was good. I took my skating to the next level, um, which was which was great. Um, but yes, that that sort of thing with with those women was so good. Like bringing community model back, like really focusing on commu- community, not just coaching. Also joining the Safe Space Institute to um, become a safe space facilitated, learning about the nervous system and trauma, and dealing with my own trauma really biggie for me. are um, wow, so many things now I'm thinking of. Um, doing a wonderful heritage project for Newham and taking pictures of the elders. That was good. Um, going to see my aunt, making sure she's fine, she lost her husband so spending time with my aunt you know, bringing a biscuit and going to see her, that was nice Um, spending time with my cousin and his partner that came to my home and blessed my kitchen Um, what else did I do having lots of time in bed just relaxing, like just resting and not just being present um, that was amazing 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 um, celebrating my friend's wedding and um, that was nice at the end of the year in Claridges. that was lovely Mandy martin and partner gary um, reunited with the moon circle um, we mean we've been online and so towards the end of the year in november we had a meetup so again perfect Um, I should have written this down, but I didn't because I just was, I'm just in the moment, really important, this podcast, recording all those episodes and literally, you know, with struggle sometimes because it was hard and without struggle. Um, I just, each and every episode I've been true to myself I'm going to try and batch record actually um but I never did that I tried to do it didn't happen but this podcast just showing up and my guests Joe Martin Debs Leola um um Chia so many people that was like on the podcast um that was just there really really putting it through um so yeah really really nice um what else um so recording this podcast i think that was really important and you know all the wonderful guests i had reconnected with them that was important um being with my mum, my mom finally came over she came over 2021 but my mom came over and being able to spend lots of time with her, quality time as well, taking her out, her taking me out, you know, all those kind of things. That was so nice. And she went back home um, celebrating the family, my my uncle passing, but we all got to celebrate together his life. Um, yeah. And, you know, and also the opening of Flippers, Roller Boogie Palace. That was real brilliant fun in October the um, rollout in, if it was July, August or June, that was really good fun, like three days of roller skating. So, you know, being out, skating, being amongst people, having fun. Um, so that was really good. And just getting some really lovely, wonderful new clients that came into my space. And my old clients that came back, they booked sessions and stuff like that. So, you know, for me... That was a huge win. What didn't work so much um, in 2022? So I've said of all those good, amazing good things, I didn't hit my, hit my revenue goals. Um, and I do believe it's because I didn't concentrate on my art as much as I did. Because I find that when I concentrate on my art, that's when I tend to do really well. Yeah, that's when, when I tend to be that person of, um, I don't know, that's when I I tend to be that person that gets to, um, I I, I, I get out of my own way. I, I no longer become this, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. And I find that I am so much more um, aligned is the word. I'm so much more aligned and I'm so much more like not bothered about I must get clients. I'm just doing my art, creating my art. I'm, I'm telling stories. I'm, you know, explaining narratives and people just come. So when I'm out of my own way, like Queen of first says, I always mention that, when I'm out of my own way and just sharing my world has a projector, then I don't have problems getting clients. But when I think I start having to try and control it and start saying, well, I've got to do this, that, and the other to get my clients, I just become in my not-self, in human design, SH, I'm not-self. And I start to think that I'm a manifesting generator or that I'm in control of the process of getting the people, whereas my business is based on magnetism people coming in and deciding that they want to work with me not me chasing and I'd give an example I I I was doing a a call with somebody um, uh, and I said to somebody you know I've got this these trauma sessions and would they like to book them and would they like to hop on a call now sounds really good sounds really good a good business move but something he said I actually am going to maybe try to explain too much to this person. I want people to say, I want to work with you. Um, I wonder if you can help me. Or, you know, I want you to mentor me. Whichever the one. Because normally it's really pretty, pretty straightforward. And on this call, it wasn't this person's fault because I approached them. But for me, it didn't feel right when I was trying to explain and explain and explain what it is I offered. And I offer coaching and I also offer trauma coaching and they're both getting you from a place of being uncomfortable to being comfortable and empowered. Sometimes I'm not very good at explaining that because the part of it is being in the journey and getting it. And I always believe your people will always know what you're doing. So I make offers on a podcast, I make offers on my newsletter, and for me... Anything else is extra work, is surplus. You know, like when you make a pie and you do the shape round the edge and then you trim it off. The bit around the edge is, is when I'm over-explaining and it, and it does the work a disservice. So I felt myself explaining and explaining explaining. And I wasn't doing myself or the other person a disservice because I don't think it was right for any of us. So that was really a lesson in actually step back and the louder people that have booked you easily, with ease, come back and book you. And so I think that rather than concentrate on those clients, I'm concentrating back on my art, my studio practice, creating content for behind the scenes, because I've got a Patreon now. Well, a test Patreon. I'm testing it to see how it works. I'm not, it's a pop-up Patreon. But, um, yeah, I, I don't want to be in a, place where I'm doing that again because I really think that impacted my income because last year when I made all that money I it, it, some of it was hard and pushing 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 and those are the ones that didn't last and then when I let go it was so easy that my you know I was freaked out so my desire was to do the work this with my art my creativity and Allow people to show up Um, and I want to join a few online portals for coaches, which they do the work for me rather than I'm trying to be on social media all the time, you know, making an offer. I'd rather build build my email list and build my podcast and my community. It just feels aligned right now then this push 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 the energy has changed 2023 is a different energy to what 2021 2020 the beginning of 2022 was so that didn't work trying to um not do my art as much as i could and try to focus on marketing you have to market every day but mm, my marketing is uh, magnetic marketing um so So you know my word of the year is restore and i think that's really important is to restore everything that i need to do yeah so back how it used to be okay um so what else didn't work well i think relationships on all levels it worked they worked in one level because they were very boundary boundary but I felt myself, even though I was doing a lot of activities, I felt myself feeling alone. And I feel like I was mulling over and just adjusting to the new me. The more adult, the more well, the more trauma aware me, because I was working through aspects of trauma that had surfaced itself back up in 2022. And so... I was seeing relationships that were coming into my life and I wasn't trauma bonding anymore and I wasn't people pleasing anymore and that created a big vortex and it was also a very lonely space because I was no longer in a place where I could just blindly make relationships so I was accepting of some relationships that wasn't going to be forever. They were just passing ships in the night. And it felt really lonely because it was like, where is my tribe? My God, where is my tribe? And last year was a one year for me in numerology. And it was a relationship year for the world. But for me, it was like sorting out what, what constituted to me healthy relationships and so it just didn't feel um it felt okay but they a lot of relationships didn't get um they didn't go to the next level i'm not even talking about romantic yet i'm just even talking about some friendships they were very it felt a lot of relationships were superficial there was a there was a few that were had a level of depth But in general, and maybe that's because I'm not falling into all, I'm more mindful of the connections that I'm making, as opposed to just being flattered and connecting deeply with people that are not really the right people to connect with on a deeper level. So it was seeing the woods for the trees. So it did feel lonely at times, even being out skating and stuff. It was lovely but a lot of the people may have been very young and that was, I felt very maternal, like a mother figure, which was nice, but, or very toxic. So it was like, I don't want to be amongst those people. I don't want to be amongst those. Those people are cool, but I'm cool. I'm happy with them. They bring me joy. But where is my tribe? Where is my peers? So on the online space, that was fine. It was no problem. But this was an aloneness that I welcomed during the pandemic. But it felt different now. And I was experiencing a lot of new things on my own. So it was like, really, a relationship with myself. <laughs> so the social part of me was like, I don't like this. But the other part was like, this is, this is what a real relationship. And, and um, in my um, trauma course, one thing Melissa says, um, the facilitator, is that you learn healthy relationships through modeling. And what she means is, is that through somebody else, be it a coach, be it a therapist, you learn healthy relationships through modeling. So I learned a healthy relationship with my therapist and that container. But I hadn't, the the real, my day-to-day physical life hadn't caught up with it yet. And in 2023, the energy feels so much more different, but it didn't catch up. And romantically there was no romance and for me at first I was so disappointed but there was another part of me that was really tired and I just don't think I had capacity but I desired it so my desire was like I want to be in a relationship but what I realised, capacity I didn't have I was still working through stuff and still scared probably but um, there was a lot of I would say things that may have started but didn't go on, and my therapist tried to get me to go on an app. I went on an app. I looked at the app. I was on there. It was, it was just something that, it was such a joke. I'm so, it was just interesting, really interesting, and it really, um, it really mirrored the same thing as getting clients. It felt too much hard work. And I believe some apps work, and I believe you do have to show up. But I really feel that it's you you've got, have no attachment when you're going on, on these spaces. Like, no attachment. And you need to be getting fulfilled, not sexually. I mean, that can happen, but fulfilled in other areas of your life. And for me, I knew that because it was Generally, in general relationships, that was a thing that was happening for me. I didn't take that personally, although I was frustrated that why are these things not working? You know, why are they not happening? But I was able to see there was a pattern in general that something I needed to work through. And I really believe it was time. It just didn't feel right last year. I was in something that I'm still trying to work out. An incubation period or something. So, yeah, um, that relationship was interesting. So, it was a really interesting relationship about things that I wanted to control, could not control. Um, another disappointment I think I had, I don't know if I did a, I don't think I did a podcast, I did a um, Substack on it, was the coaching industry in general. Um, I've never been a follower, but I followed formats of success it's my NLP training you know we're following successful models of behavior but I felt the coaching industry there was a lot of people that just started in this game that made quite a bit of money with a business model that wasn't sustainable and I don't care about that because it's their business model but when you're saturating an industry and giving other coaches a bad name it puts puts a really bad taste in my mouth. And then me hearing that people have been, has spent like so much thousands on a coach and not getting a result. Now, I'm not talking about really good coaches that have got a track record of people that have made money. Not just them that's made the money, but their clients have made money. I'm not talking about those coaches. I'm talking about people that are, have created incubators with 10k months, 10k months, but they haven't made really good coaches or they've not made good businesses or they've not created their clients. They haven't got a, a, a track record of their clients making really good money. Um, so I think that was a disappointment in the way that some of those people were showing up. Um, And you know there's a whole thing about we attract on a level what we the things we need to learn but i feel when somebody who's not got the the money when you can't give somebody a good business model or or get them to a place at least to start thinking creatively like we can't we can't spring food feed everybody because there's some people that are just not coachable But when you know your business model is not based upon actually getting results and actually making money and seeing your clients make their money in whatever they're doing, then that is a problem. So I know that I can easily say that I may not have made the revenue I made this year, but my clients have achieved unsurmountable goals. Um huge goals. I'm talking Oscar nomination. I'm talking, and that wasn't the goal we set out to have, but the goal we set out to have was to help the client regulate their nervous system so they could get to that stage and produce that work without um, being burnt out. You know, people getting jobs that they need to get because they've put their mind to it. People creating events. To me, that is an achievement. That is a footprint. But when your clients haven't really got it and it's your friends that are giving you, you know, like testimonials, then it becomes a worry. And so for me, that was part of the coaching industry, which is now people are seeing is that it's not sustainable. If the coaching industry is sustainable, I stand corrected, but there's some people in this, the coaching space because they say the right words and they've got the right pictures, they're preying on vulnerable people or not so vulnerable people, people that are making a decision to be led. And um, that was a disappointment towards the end of the year to see that. Um, But I do think we are on a journey and we have to be aware of what is happening. And we can deceive ourselves and really be deluded, but actually... Sometimes these, you know, we're all going to get stung somewhere. I mean, I've done uh, local authority courses, and they've been a farce. So people, you know, let let's let's be real here. But you know, certain aspects of the industry, certain individuals, not the industry, sorry, certain indus, um individuals. Um, what else didn't didn't work? I'd say um. Yeah. So there was so. I should have put one success. A few of my older clients came back on a new rate and booked me. Uh, Or at least a couple of them did um, some offers that I had. But the thing about mailing lists, I had a situation on a mailing list. And sometimes we have people that unsubscribe from our mailing list. And that's okay. And sometimes people may think that our mailing list, we have too much mailing list. But I had one situation which I found to be really um, difficult to understand at the time. was that somebody I knew very well had unsubscribed from my mailing list. Um, And it was literally an email asking, saying, if you are no longer, I'm going to be writing more about spiritual stuff, um, my process, um, studying, um, trauma healing, and, you know, it's not going to be, like, sell, 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 it's just going to be, like, other stuff, so if this does not suit you anymore, unsubscribe, feel free to unsubscribe here, so I gave the option, and the person reported the newsletter spam, I don't want people to unsubscribe, because it's not for them, I do it all the time, but they reported the the um they reported it's spam. They said this email is too spammy and it should be reported because it came back on um, the email platform. I just happened to see it, and fine, you know somebody else can think that something is spammy and and it's um what's the word? It, it's too much, and you know you can report. But if I've sent you an email and saying to you, if you don't want this new format, which is not salesy, then click. Now, for me, this person has been in my incubator. They've been in my space. And it's just how people are, but it, it did, it did hurt. And I don't normally take these things personally, but this one I did. I was upset. I didn't understand why somebody would do that. That's just me. That's my inner child. That's my trauma response. Um, And I give myself compassion through that. But that was something about the client-customer journey, being familiar with people that have been sort of friends, and expectations. And what it taught me is areas where I need to understand that people have a right say and do what they want but what i won't do is accommodate those people (laughs) in my mind and just be aware that people have got choices but it really made me look at boundaries and it made me look at that it's not black or white these things are going to happen i'm going to feel triggered um and if people unsubscribe from my email and which they do it's fine But I'm just, it's just made me very intentional and not taking it personally, but understanding that um, I've got to redefine my expectations of everything. So that was it. Um, So all these things and things that didn't work. So what does that tell me of all the things that didn't work? It tells me to be patient, to be kind, to myself not have expectations and to be open and so my word for 2023 is to restore i did a process with um Susanna Conway she always has a word for the year and my one was restore and there's a couple of others which i can't remember it's in my journal but to restore i want to restore my connection with myself and also my innocence and my vulnerability, I want to be more open in the in the in the dating and the i take the word dating actually in the love world opening my relationships, accepting people for who they are, but i they, I don't need to entertain them. <laughs> I could put my boundaries up or I could just be open, but just a sense of not wonder is the word. Um, I, I listened to a podcaster there in Simone Soul and she said, what would enchantment do? What would love do? So I'm going to be leading my year from the words, what would love do? Being open to relationship, being open to possibility, having boundaries, but developing really authentic adult relationships and enjoying my business enjoying my business and my art in a magnetic way rather than a patriarchal pushing aggressive way and i leave you for question as how, what are you how are you going to show up for 2023 and we know the new year starts in March and all the other stuff that goes with it but just for yourself and your your pleasure and your your life's work your purpose how are you going to show up for yourself bye for now you want to be part of an incubator of some amazing creative women, then you need to join the highly capable creative one-to-one program with me. To join, you can just contact me at www.mjfontaine.co.uk and book a sales call with me to join this amazing six-month program where we get to work on your creative business. We also get to work clearing your blocks and also bringing that confidence up to a hundred so you can stand in your agency and live your best life.